And the moment you categorize something as common that was sent to be special, you trip over the miracle because you miss it in the mundane. Yes, Lord, I'll preach it just like that. God said for me to tell some of you husbands that some of the things that you used to be amazed about in the woman that you married are some of the same things you're complaining about eight years in. Drop the mic, Bernard. You said it. You know how it is? It's some of the things that are amazing when a relationship begins. Oh, he's just so, he's so amazing. He's just mysterious. Okay. I want to holler at you in, in 11 years about how mysterious he is and how amazing it is. Because in 11 years, you might be mad that he won't talk. It was sexy that he was mysterious. It was amazing, but now what was amazing is annoying. Let me help the fellas out. You know how she looks amazing when she comes out for a date? The reason she looks amazing is because you don't yet have a glimpse into the process by which she looks amazing. And I promise you something about the process that it takes to make her look amazing. It's going to be two hours of you waiting. I'm not preaching about me. He quotes a proverb. A prophet is without honor only in his hometown. In other words, sometimes the people who are the closest treat it the most common. And this is the principle that we would summarize by saying familiarity breeds contempt. But I'll tell you something else. It also breeds complacency. And when something is so close to you for so long, when when God puts something in your midst that is magnificent and miraculous, but you live among it long enough, sometimes you have been around it so long that you cease to be amazed by it, and you start taking things for granted. In one way, if people take you for granted, I want you to know it's a compliment. It's a compliment to your consistency. If people take you for granted, this is why your kids never say thank you, because they always eat. Starve them three days. <laughs> Cut the water off for a week. You know, the reason they don't thank you for it is because it's always there. I had to understand this about preaching because when I started preaching, people were always pinching my cheek. Oh, that was so good. And one day they stopped pinching my cheek. And at first I was offended because I thought they didn't appreciate me. And then I realized that maybe it wasn't that I wasn't preaching good anymore. Maybe I had preached consistently well enough for long enough that they no longer felt the need to pat my bottom to get me to do it again. This is what I teach our staff at Elevation Church. I'll say, you know you're getting good at something when people stop telling you that you did a good job because it just becomes what they expect from you. 
and, and, and they'll stop complimenting you because you're consistent. So when they stop complimenting you, that in itself is a compliment. In other words, if I'm telling you, thank you so much for doing this on time, that's not a compliment. Translation, you are so unreliable and undependable that I am literally shocked that you got your stuff together for once. Thank you for making your bed. What are you, 12? I expect you to do it. You're supposed to do it. You don't have to thank me for preaching. I preach because it's fire. Shut up in my bones. Woe unto me if I do not preach the gospel. If you want to send me a gift card, I'll spend it, but I don't have to have it. I don't have to have it. Touch somebody and say, I don't need it. Not to survive on because I have matured like Jesus to the point that even when they did not see him for who he was, he still did what he could. He could not do many miracles, but he did what he could. Unappreciated what he could. Uncelebrated what he could. Unnoticed what he could. Unrecognized what he could. Taken for granted what he could. Here's the danger. While it is a compliment to you, when people take you for granted, it is a danger to them. Because what is consistently, hear me, Lake Norman, what is consistently taken for granted is eventually taken away. Here comes Jesus to his hometown, Nazareth. And he's coming with the same healing power that resurrected a 12-year-old girl in Mark chapter 5, that healed a woman with the issue of blood. She didn't take Jesus for granted. She knew she had one shot to get to him, and she wasn't going to throw away her shot. She knew this might be the only chance that I have. It's funny to me. People come to uh, Elevation sometimes from other parts of the country, and it always shames some of us who live here because it's in our backyard. And it's on their bucket list. And they're excited. They got the VIP brochure. They got an elevation worship hoodie on with the uh, elevation youth uh, hat on. And they got some, they know all the songs better than the people who live in Waxhaw. And uh, it's kind of crazy to us because uh, they, they come with a spirit of worship. They're early. They don't complain about the parking. They didn't have to deal with it because they got there early. And then it puts some of us to shame because what's on their bucket list is in our backyard. And sometimes we can take something for granted, uh, and, 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 I, and I, I'm guilty of it sometimes that, that God has given me the privilege to pastor such a wonderful, beautiful church full of such diversity of thought, diversity of ethnicity, diversity of income, diversity of background, diversity of strength. And sometimes I can let it become just another Sunday, but the devil is a liar. This is not common. This is not common. This is not common. And I will not take these things for granted. I will not allow my miracle to become trapped in my familiarity. Hear what I said, because you might have clapped over it. I will not allow my miracle to become trapped in my familiarity. Jesus comes to Nazareth full of healing. Full of resurrection, 
full of blind eye opening power, full of deaf ear opening power, full of lame to walk, blind to see power, full of dead raising power. And all that power shows up in a little town like Nazareth. And Jesus has not lost any power on the 25 mile journey through the cliffs of Arbel. But the people have lost their appreciation of his power. And since they have lost their appreciation for his power, they have limited the potential for his power to be released into their lives. I wonder, has it happened to some of us? When we first got saved, we were grateful. It felt good to be forgiven. It felt good to be free. It felt good to have something to live for. It felt good to have an orientation in life that was not us on a throne. It felt good to not need people to tell us what we were worth because we had been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. But something happens because we don't have to sacrifice bulls and goats and pigeons and doves and bulls. And since we don't have to smell the blood of the sacrifice, sometimes we can become complacent and treat the blood of Jesus, which was shed for us, as a common thing because we don't feel it. And because we don't feel it, we begin to become familiar with it. And when you become familiar with it, sometimes you miss the power of it. And some of you are tripping over your miracle because it's been in front of you so long, you have stopped being amazed. I came with a word for somebody. Stay amazed. Don't get jaded by it. Don't start to back up and put your hands in your pocket and act like you got yourself here. If we can get honest, you know you still need that same grace. If it wasn't still flowing, you wouldn't be still breathing. Don't play me like that. There's some stuff in your life that if it had not been for the Lord on your side. High five five people. Tell them I'm still amazed. Stay amazed by it. Don't get too comfortable with it. Don't start thinking you earned what you first received. Don't start acting like God owes you a favor to leave you on the planet. Every day is a gift. Every breath is a gift. Now let's do what David said. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let everything that has hands clap those hands. Hog ye people and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hey, thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a single video or live stream. And share this video with a friend. And don't forget, you can join me live every Sunday. Thanks again for watching. Thank you for listening to our daily devotional program. If you like what you have listened, please consider subscribing to our channel so that you will get daily notification. For more Christian references, please visit our website www.beyondmycross.com Have a great day and God bless you.